Padres come out and play. episode of the deep fryer podcast as always my name is javier i am your host you can follow me on instagram and twitter at omfg it's Hav. once again that is omfg it's j a v don't forget to follow the podcast on instagram at the deep fryer podcast where we are interacting with you all the time go to the website buy a t-shirt buy a bunch of stuff look good doing it support the podcast the deepfirepodcast.com. On today's episode, we're going to talk about a few different things. The first being Padres membership, specifically blue membership, i.e. me and a lot of you. Second, we're going to dig into Nelson Lament. Where's he been and when should we expect to see him? And since we are on the topic of starting pitchers, we're going to dig into our starting rotation, see who slots in where. Now that the roster is starting to take shape going into opening day, we're going to dig into who's going to pitch in what slot and who is probably going to be left off the roster. So without further ado, let's get into it. Padres membership is going to be wild this year. Specifically, if you're a blue member like myself. Padres membership offers four different packages. So you have your platinum package, which gets you every single home game. You have your gold package, which gets you 40 games or half of the season. You have your blue package that gets you 20 games guaranteed for the season. And there's a, there's a flex package as well that gets you 10 games in a season. That package is not going to be offered in 2021. And here's why. As you guys may have heard, the stadium has a 20% capacity limit due to California laws around COVID-19. These capacities are going to continue to increase throughout the year. The more people get vaccinated, the more people wear their masks and be safe and be responsible in your communities. It's going to get better. Capacity is going to increase. But at least for the foreseeable future, we're only going to be allowed 20% capacity at stadiums. Platinum members and gold members are guaranteed their seats. For blue membership, you are no longer guaranteed seats. You do not follow a schedule like the way we're supposed to. The schedules were Monday, Friday, Tuesday, Saturday, Wednesday, Sunday, things like that. Now there's somewhat of a free-for-all that we have to do in order to attend these games. A couple weeks ago, Padres membership sent out an email to all blue members saying, hey, you're package is no longer guaranteed we broke up the season into segments those segments are broken down by by months so april may june july august september within those segments on march 18th we were supposed to log in as blue members and select the games that we wanted to attend within the first segment every single blue member so that kind of gave 
a feeling of kind of like buying festival tickets. Like if you ever tried to buy a Coachella ticket, you had to be logged in in the moment and try to get access to the ticket before somebody else. And that's the feeling that the, at least what the messaging kind of really gave off, right? The messaging kind of had that, that festival feel. Padres membership, they heard the grumblings on Twitter and I'm sure people called. I was actually one of them. I wanted to upgrade to the gold package. And unfortunately they say the gold package was sold out that we were stuck with the blue package. So what we had to do was go in, log in and find those games. I think Padres membership kind of heard and adjusted. So now we have to log in on the 25th and only get access to the first opening series of the season, excluding opening day. Blue memberships are not guaranteed opening day tickets. So now that we're only able to get tickets to the opening series, they're getting creative in terms of how we're going to fit in all the blue members. They're going to use every single square inch that they can in that stadium. And they're going to place a lot of us in obscure little parts of the stadium. Some of them sound really cool. Some of them are kind of like questionable, but probably the most consistent one, the one where they're going to be able to fit the most people is going to be Gallagher Square. They're going to chalk out sections in the grass where you can have pods up to six people in that section to enjoy your game. I've attended many games in the park in the park, cheap tickets. You can watch a game, enjoy the vibe. It's awesome. So kind of stoked on that one. Uh, there's also rumors that there's gonna, they're going to allow access to the rooftop of the Western metal building to enjoy the game. And that's going to be awesome. It's a great vantage point, a unique vantage point. That I think something is going to be pretty fun to watch a game and kind of take a game in from. They're trying to squeeze in as many people as possible, as many of us blue members. And for what it sounds like, it's just going to be a series by series. If you attended one, you're probably not going to be able to attend the next one in order to kind of squeeze everybody in there the way they need to in order to kind of fulfill that 20 game season package. So kind of interesting um, in how they're going to do it. All there is to say on it is that as a blue member, you're kind of screwed, but it's going to be fun, creative, and it's going to be the only time ever you're going to be able to probably watch a game on the rooftop of the Western metal building. So if you're one of the lucky ones that gets to do that, that's awesome. I'm definitely going to be trying to do that if that's available. So yeah, go blue membership, go, go blue. <laughs> Denelsa Lamette, where the hell have you been? There are 14 days until opening day. As of today that I'm talking to you right now, recording this 14 days until opening day. And we have yet to see Denelsa Lamette in a spring training game. As you guys know, Denelsa Lamette blew out his arm last year. Probably a few more pitches he could have had to go into Tommy John. So they shut him down. He caught it early and they just completely shut him down for the rest of the season. And of course, history happened. We didn't have Clev or Denelson Lamette in the postseason, and we ended up losing. The Padres have been very conservative with him this season. They're starting him off very slow. We haven't seen him throw a live in a live baseball game and since spring training started. We've seen every single pitcher so far, except for him. Uh, if you guys know Denelson Lamette's repertoire, his slider is probably the most devastating pitch in the entire MLB. But that slider is also very, very hard on your elbow. And if your elbow is compromised in any way, that slider is going to end up blowing out your elbow, sending you to an immediate Tommy John surgery. Nelson Lament has already had one. He does not want to go back to one. 
Clevenger's currently recovering from one. It shuts you down for an entire year. It's a really tough spot to be in as a pitcher. He's not going to be part of the opening day roster. By all accounts, though, his stuff's looking really good. And there's no there's no reason to force him right now. The see it's so early in the season. We have enough elite arms in our starting rotation that we don't necessarily need to force the Nelson Lamet. It's not like we're gonna get in there and we're gonna fall behind so much within the first month that we're not gonna be able to catch up. We have Darvish, we have Snell, we have Musgrove. We're gonna take the one, two, three in the rotation. And that leaves a lot of questions within the four and five spot. But as of right now, Denelson Lamet. He is looking good. He's on pace to whatever plan they have on bringing him back. He is on pace and looking good by all accounts. AJ Casavell released a mailbag today regarding Denelson Lamette, whether he's going to be healthy for opening day, when his return is going to be, how his recovery is going, and what the plans are in terms of him in general, right? When we expect to see him in 2021. AJ was able to kind of sum up a lot of the concerns with just one little article. Um, wasn't too long, a couple paragraphs. But essentially, Denelson Lamet threw two simulated innings today, which was the most he's thrown all season. Uh, not today, but recently, sorry. Denelson Lamet threw two simulated innings. He faced Jerks and Profar, and he kind of added some nice banter, some fun, and just kind of talked about how Denelson Lamette's interacting with his teammates um, and just provided some feedback on how his pitches looked and how he looked on the mound. By all accounts, everything looked great for Denelson Lamette. He's on track. He's looking good. Realistically, we're probably not going to see him in a spring training game at all this season. Um, he's probably going to start in that minor league camp. He's going to be there, get stretched out, and really start hitting his routine a little harder once maybe the season starts, getting to that spring training shape, getting to in-season shape. And we probably won't see him until about mid to beginning of May. So he might miss the entire first 30 games of the season. But again, there's no reason to rush Denelson right now. If he gets hurt because we rushed him two weeks early and he's gone for the rest of the season, it is completely irresponsible and dangerous for him, his career, and for the team. We need Nelson Lamette in the stretch. We need him in the postseason. We need him to be able to win games. Imagine that that lineup, that one, two, three. It's going to be wild, and I cannot wait. But in order for us to get to the postseason, we need to be healthy. We need to get there healthy, and we need to get there safe. And I think the Padres are doing exactly what they need to do with Denelson. Denelson Lamette is my favorite pitcher on this staff. He is homegrown. He is one of the longest tenured Padres on this team. He deserves to be part of the winning team, the winning culture in this Padres organization. So taking it slow, getting him stretched out is exactly what needs to happen. And I applaud the Padres for doing it. And like I said, by all accounts, Denelson's good spirits. I'm sure he, he's a competitor. He wants to be on the field. But at the same time, we need him in the postseason. So now that we know Lamette's not going to be on the opening day roster, what does our starting rotation actually look like? In my opinion, our ace is going to be you Darvish. He's going to take that number one spot, opening day roster, opening day pitcher. Blake Snell is going to take that number two. Joe Musgrove is going to be the number three. Number four and five are really questionable. Right now, Chris Baddock, the number four spot, is his to lose. Although his stuff has been looking sharper, He's being more aggressive with his pitches, 
and he was able to showcase a nice new cutter that he's been throwing and working with, he's still having trouble getting through innings. He's still getting hit around. He has trouble getting out of jams that he gets himself in either through walks or hits. And it seems like every single time he's just going to give the other team a big inning. He has trouble getting out of those situations. And he showcased that time and time again this spring training. The individual who is looking very sharp, and I'd feel more comfortable with him taking the number four spot, is Morejon. My guy looks good. Even when he gets in jams, he's just confident. He trusts his stuff. He gets ground balls. He gets out. Still a little wild. He actually He's actually leading the team in walks with eight this spring training. But again, those walks are not killing him. He'll walk a couple people and he gets out of those jams. He, he trusts his team. You have gold gloves up and down the field. And he keeps the balls on the ground, which is important. Right, You can't get in there, especially when you're in a jam, and expect to strike everybody out. You're going to give up cakes. You're going to give up bombs. And that is something that I trust more in Monohon as of right now than I do in Paddock. Which leaves the five spot and the six spot. Kind of crazy to think about it this way. With Lamette out of the opening day lineup, so we know Darvish, Snell, Musgrove, one, two, three. Morejon, four. Now leaves that fifth spot with Paddock and Weathers. At this point, Paddock's still going to be our fifth starter. He has the experience. He can hold hold the back end of the rotation down. Even with his struggles, he's still a solid starting pitcher. But if the Padres are actually going to run with a sixth starter, that leaves Weathers and Mackenzie Gore to round out that sixth spot. There's been a lot of questions whether Mackenzie Gore is okay with doing sporadic starts here and there and be coming out of the bullpen. He doesn't want to come out of the bullpen. And it's just interesting. It's interesting how that six starter is actually going to work with these Padres with everything going on. There's a lot of personalities back there. Paddock, you guys know, personality, competitor. He wants to be in that rotation. You have Ryan Weathers, who's proven time and time again that he's more than capable of rounding out a rotation. And you have Mackenzie Gore, who is our number one prospect in the entire organization as a left-handed pitcher. There's a lot of questions within the starting rotation. To be honest, I don't think Mackenzie Gore is going to break with the club. Not because he's not ready or has the ability to do so, but because I think that he has an ego and he's a Scott Boris client that he's going to want to come in. He's going to want to be immediately set in his ro- in the rotation. He wants that spot. He wants to know when he's going to pitch every fifth day. And I don't think coming in as a sixth starter is going to give that to him. I think he'll start in the minors in minor league camp and he'll come up at the end, second half of the season. So that leaves Ryan Weathers. Ryan Weathers will likely be your sixth starter, your sporadic starter. Weathers is okay with coming out of the bullpen. You saw that happen in the postseason, and he did well coming out of the bullpen. So he's probably going to be a long reliever in addition to a sporadic starter, which I'm 100% okay with. Right now, Weathers has proven time and time again that he can hold out and round out a rotation. Right now, the person that has something to prove is Paddock. Plain and simple, Paddock needs to get back to his 2019 form. Is he going to be the sheriff in 2021? 
or is he going to be the deputy? All I know is that if you want to know what's going on in Paddock's head, just follow his burner account, Judd59521000. That's it for me today, you guys. Shout out to all my blue members out there. Good luck to you getting access to those games. If you see me, give me a air high five. Also, Judd, good luck to you. That cutter's looking good, my man. Let's see how you do this season. Shout out to Nelson Lamette. Everyone send out a little prayer for his arm. We're going to need him in the second half of the season for sure. Go Padres. We'll talk very, very soon.